This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. To episode 14 of the MVSP, and as always, I'm Joe Nagy, joined by my wonderful co-host, Brandon Worth. Brandon, we're here in the studio, and we have a very special guest. It's half of the Mikes and Takes crew, Barrett Jones. Welcome to the studio. Boys, hey, you know, finally I'm hopping on this one. I know we always do Fridays, you guys come into our show. Uh, my partner's not here. That's okay, though. I can, uh, I'll make up for it, though. Yeah, I mean, I made up for Joe um, last week, so you know, sometimes you just gotta you gotta do what it do. You gotta fill in for your partner. What it do, baby? That's right. <laughs> Some of these guys trying to skip town, maybe. Hmm, Joe. Don't put that on uh, me. I was golfing. <laughs> <laughs> My bad that I like to golf. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we have a great show ahead of you. Lots of NFL, college football, MLB coming up. But first, we decided we should have the first ever Bulldog Radio interview with Barrett Jones. So let's get right to it. So what do you like most about being in Bulldog Radio, allowing you to do podcasts just like we do? What do you like the most about it? I mean, you put it best like right there, just to be able to do the podcast, um, having the flexibility. I know we when we started doing this, like... You know, we didn't really know what we were doing. So for nope, I nope. <laughs> still <laughs> yeah. probably still probably don't know what we're doing. We're still learning. We're right. still learning. Right. So for us to you know come here in between classes, you know, Zoom's a little bit. I mean, I think made it easier for us to come and record. But I think just having the flexibility, you know, we get a key to the studio, and you know, basically we're able to record our own things, and you know, there's no penalty as long as we're not swearing on air. Or uh, doing other things on air. I mean, we're pretty good. I mean, we get to do what we want, and there's no penalty. So mm-hmm. I, I definitely enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah, I think like being able to have a platform to really voice your opinion to the people that enjoy listening to that sort of stuff, that's just a really cool feeling. That's why I love it the most is I, I love analyzing sports. I love talking about it, and this is a perfect platform to do so. And I know Joe loves it to do it just as much as i do Mm. (laughs) i like bulldog radio Uh, aren't you a new member (laughs) (laughs) inside joke inside joke but as el presidente barrett you have quite a few duties on bulldog radio how's that been going so far um i mean i'm not gonna lie like it's sometimes a little stressful communicating uh you know, doing some meetings here and there, uh, some meetings other than our other meetings. Clax is, uh, though a wonderful organization on campus, sometimes not the greatest communicators, but mm-hmm. you didn't hear that from me. Uh, I'm anonymous source all of a sudden. So, um, no, I, I think I think it's been fun. I, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely ready to give it up because like I feel like I'm not neglecting like the the position of it, but like I'm not doing its due diligence. So it's it's tough to do stuff now with covid and everything like we can't go and do things or we can't host events or anything like that so it's it's basically just us oh meeting on a zoom once a week and you know forming some ideas yeah uh and especially for you guys oh you and travis you guys i think just hit 2000 listens on the show for mics and takes Mm -hmm. just total yep yeah congratulations about that but obviously when you started last year kind of Bulldog Radio didn't really have a sports podcast, and before that they had one, but it wasn't super successful. So, like, 
when you went into making that episode and that first episode and when you went into making the show for the first time, what kind of were you guys nervous about and tried to make sure you guys had success? Um, so honestly, like I know Travis is definitely he definitely wants to mimic like first take something like that. And that's hard to do like through an audio medium. So for me, like I've always grew up on I always grew up on the Dan Levitard show like that from ESPN or mm-hmm. more recently, uh pardon my take so like i wanted to mimic that um i wanted to mimic like that energy like in the in the studio yeah of course it's hard when uh you're not getting nfl guests you're not getting like celebrities on the show so it's hard to do that but i think we've done a good job trying to do our kind of our own product i mean getting athletes on last year was really cool for us just to a we were like we transferred here so like we didn't know anyone and b like it was cool to put our name out there to like those in the athletics organization. So, um, I mean, what as like going back to your question, I mean, we're really just like it's kind of like a wing and a prayer. Those first like few episodes. <laughs> I mean, don't go back and listen to them because I, I don't know. I don't know what they're what are you like. Talking about, dude? Everybody go listen to the first one. <laughs> no, it's it's probably not good. It's probably awkward. I'm sure there's voice cracks. I'm sure there's not. There's like maybe it's not even edited that well. I mean, eh, well, I mean, well, it's not like a big it wasn't a good it wasn't that good i I mean we we have the same feelings our first episode was a little rocky but i mean now you guys have gotten super well into it you guys have a super smooth show it's really great to listen to so yeah look how far you've come i mean from episode one to episode 40 plus i mean you guys have not only gained experience but gaining followers gaining guests you guys have had some great guests on the show i'm we're jealous that you guys you guys got walt on that was a that was a pretty cool interview um, but it's it's been super exciting, and I know like you guys started really the trend of starting a sports podcast here, and I know me and Joe are inspired by your show, and that we wanted to do something on our own, and being able to collaborate, it's just it's just so fun, man. We're so happy we can do this. Yeah, and I think you guys have like a, you guys have a different dynamic than like Travis and I for sure. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, I step into the studio today, and I can sense a whole different energy has entered me into the when I walked in the studio. So. <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, I think this is good. Like, I don't know where we're going to take this after college, uh, like, for both of us. But, I mean, it's good to have it on your resume, I guess you could say, to Mm -hmm. say that you're able to produce a show and put it out weekly. Mm -hmm. I think that's good. Yeah, definitely. But it's it's definitely fun. And if you want to join Bulldog Radio for yourself, hit up myself as vice president. I probably should have said that earlier. but Or Presidente Barrett. Or Joe as well. I'm we'll a new member. Don't up. don't talk to me. <laughs> he's, a new, he's, a, he's a new member, according to um, some people. But anyway, we can move on now into our show. We got some NFL recap here. And let's just get the best one out of the way, boys. Detroit. What a Sneak comeback. win. Absolutely Sneak fantastic. Win. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I was a little nervous going into this game that we had the lead. And it was going to be the battle of lead blowers. But then Atlanta got the lead, and then I felt better because Atlanta did what Atlanta usually does and had a fourth-quarter collapse. But, boys, what do we think about Detroit with that W? I'm so happy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough, though, because now Matt Patric- people are going to be like, oh, Matt Patricia's not going to get fired again. But I was like, if we lost to Atlanta, a 1-5 in, in team at the time, then literally Detroit would have just once again been the laughing stock of the league. And, I mean, Matt Prater, he comes up clutch. Matty Ice. It's not Matt Ryan as Matty Ice anymore. It's Matt Prater as Matty Ice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, he did have ice in his veins. Uh, when I knew, 
like when I knew stat when we got like when Todd Gurley accidentally scored, I definitely was like, oh my god, we have a chance mm-hmm. because I was like, well, Stafford's gonna get the ball with like a minute left, and uh, you know, Stafford's been doing this for years now. Uh, you know, you give him like give him sixty, sixty or over sixty seconds, and uh, I mean, he's he's ice in the veins. Like, yeah, I would. He might say be so. Matty Ice, but I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't. Know. I, wait, there's Detroit's Mats are Matty Ice. Yeah. Yeah, Frost not Matt Patricia, not Matt Patricia. Frost but, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one I don't know about, but I mean Stafford, absolutely fantastic. I mean, twenty-five for thirty-six, three hundred forty yards, game-winning TD as the time expires. He was fantastic. I think the running game was a little bit interesting, and I think one of the things that I really noticed is I would love to see DeAndre Swift get more touches. I think with what he brings to the table, he's so he's so quick, he's so s- swift, you could say. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the dude can flat-out run. He's absolutely electric with the ball. I mean, I like what AP, I should say, brings to the table. I mean, you got veteran experience. you got a guy that can run between the tackles. But just the – he doesn't have that, that boom factor that can break one away that really DeAndre Swift seems like he's shown so far. But, I mean, overall, defense, yeah, we were shaky. I mean, the zone started off pretty well. Got a little bit worse in the second half. But we did what we always do is figured out how to – come back and get in the game and sometimes you know Matthew Stafford delivers yeah I mean I mean I agree with your running the running back like committee point I I I get that we have AP there and we're running him but I think it's time like the future is now old man like it's time for (laughs) it's time for Swift to be like the main guy like I understand Kerryon Johnson understands his role I believe him being a like pass protecting back on third down like I think that's his role right now I mean obviously we gave him touches last week but um you know if we're looking at the schedule though I'm not gonna say I'm sipping the Kool-Aid but (laughs) the Lions gotta play the Colts then the Vikings the Washington football team the Panthers which might be the toughest out of the stretch and then the Texans so Mm -hmm. ah, like I feel like there's a lot what if we win this is a very weak stretch coming up what if we win all of these games Okay, let's not get too crazy. Oh, well, think boy. about th- think about this though. We pause. already like the pause. <laughs> um, the Cardinals they they lost like they uh, well they won, but we beat them. So if they are like the ones tied for like the wild card, but we got the tiebreaker on them because we beat them. So mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna say by affiliation we're better than Seattle, and I was gonna be like, time <laughs> well, stop right there. Honestly, can you name one player? If you go comparison, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just line everybody up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was weird because when we first got Adrian Peterson, people were kind of skeptical, skept, skeptical, mm-hmm. excuse me, of him, especially for how old he was and kind of being the veteran. But people were saying, you know, he found the fountain of youth in Detroit. He was actually playing like he has been before. He kind of had that falling off uh, for these past couple of years. But now that DeAndre Swift's come around, I mean, he's been a really reliable guy. So it's kind of coming up to the coaches to make the decision. I mean, who's going to be the best fit, especially for this stretch where we could have a lot of wins coming down in the column. And if, I mean, we've seen these two guys, they're really even, especially in this game. But when it comes to the next game or the game after that, who are we going to choose to really have the game on the line and who are we going to give the ball to? Yeah, I would say that for sure. But speaking of Seattle, they had their first loss last night to Arizona in a absolute barn burner. And I know Joe's really happy about having Zane Gonzalez on his team, as I certainly am not. But we can get to that later. But Arizona, we beat Arizona. And Arizona beat Seattle. I mean, that's got to count for something, right? I mean, it, it's it's cool. I mean, Kyler had a, had a pretty good day. I mean, Kyler Murray running the football, it's just it's just so tough to have a 
full defensive scheme. I know that the uh, Seattle tried to mirror Shaquem Griffin all over the all over the middle of the field and try to contain him. It just it wasn't gonna be enough because if you're really gonna c- contain Kyler Murray, you're gonna have multiple linebackers spying him literally the entire game, and that's just gonna take you way too much out of your game plan, especially how vertical they can go. So it's it was really interesting to see how Arizona adjusted. I mean, there were so many things that changed the momentum of this game around. I mean, Russ had an interception. Then there then there was the the interception right after by Kyler Murray. I mean, it just went back and forth, and it was pretty much appropriate that this game went into OT because it was a dogfight the entire time. But Arizona found a way. They picked off Russ a third time, and they ended it in overtime. Yeah. I'm, so like, I feel like the Cardinals, like, they didn't execute on their opportunities right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you talk about the interception at the goal line by Russ, and um, I don't know if you guys watched DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. who's like six eight. I don't know how tall he is, but he he's hunted, just a grown man. hunted I looked up, down. I looked, just a grown man. I looked it up last night. He's six foot four, two twenty nine, and runs a four three four forty. He he got up to twenty two miles an hour to hunt down Buda Baker to stop that touchdown. They didn't score on that possession either. That was the dumb thing by the Cardinals is they went for it. I would always take the points, like I, I always take the points right there, because there's no point, um, you know, getting zero after you've taken that ball all the way down there. You know, I, I thought the Cardinals honestly played pretty good compared to like when they played us. So I mean, it's yeah. definitely different. I, I definitely thought Zane was like, I felt so bad for Zane. Like Zane Gonzalez, a kicker for Cardinals. Because he made the first one. Mm-hmm. What they get a delay game or a timeout? Was, he they had snapped it with zero seconds, but before that, Cliff called a timeout. What, and then Cliff they, called it. Oh, that's right. Yes, okay. He, they was they were gonna get a delay yeah. of game, so he had to call it. And it was unfortunate enough that he made the first one, and then they teed up the second one and he shanked it left. But it yeah, it it looked pretty bad if that was gonna be the way the game ended. Because of course people are gonna be like, what? Why didn't you call a timeout? We would have been fine. Right. But in reality, it was like, yeah, he had to make that decision. But watching him on the sideline, like look up at the clock, it's like, oh shoot, timeout, 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 timeout. Because he was like, it seemed like he was distracted or whatever. But he he made a play and figured out how to not get a delay of game. I guess. I mean, they did get the win. I'm still a little bit salty that I didn't get any points out of Zane Gonzalez. But say la vie happens. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's I true. Mean, it happens. I mean. Kyler, he had that characteristic interception. He had that with Detroit. But Russell had an uncharacteristic three interceptions. And I think that's one of the big things that... Not an MVP anymore? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. put words in my mouth. (laughs) No, he's like... (laughs) No, because he just had an uncharacteristic day. I mean, he never throws three interceptions in a game unless unless they lose a game. Which, I mean, they're 5-1 now. I don't think that this is going to happen a lot more times coming up in these next couple games for them. And, I mean, Kyler, I was surprised that he... That he didn't have more, especially with this Seattle defense, and especially for how good the Seattle team is. But I mean, uncharacteristic day for Russell. With Russell, I always almost tell, call him Russell Westbrook, and I don't mm-hmm. understand why. But I mean, he's a, a dynamic player. I mean, that's similar. It was an uncharacteristic day for him, so I mean, I kind of understand why. Uh, even how close this game was, why they lost. And I mean, not to make comparisons. I know we're drawing comparisons from this game, but Stafford didn't throw an interception against the uh, Cardinals. So mm-hmm. gotta really wonder who should be in the MVP race. Who should Matty Ice point two? Matty <laughs> point three point one half of the Frost B3. brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Stay frosty. That's Stay right. Frosty in the Honolulu blue. Oh man, but yeah, Russ. I mean, he was he had three eighty eight, three TDs, but the three interceptions. That's that's not what we normally see from Russ. Was he's really efficient. He's a really really precise passer. I mean, he made a bunch of great touch throws, especially the one 
for Tyler Lockett, who also had a fantastic night with three touchdowns over 180 yards receiving. That was pretty impressive. But that last third touchdown pass in the end zone, that was phenomenal awareness, phenomenal touch. But, I mean, then you go back to that goal line interception earlier in the game where too much touch actually hurt him. That led to that Buda Baker interception that led to DK Metcalf in that situation. So there was, there was, it was not Russ's night. And um, the Seattle team they had a couple more, they had too many penalties. They had too many missed opportunities and the Cardinals also did too. But in, in reality, coming down to the late part of the game, Arizona was holding on to the ball much more efficiently than Seattle was. And that's mm-hmm. why I think they won the game. I mean, anytime you have free turn, anytime a team has more turnovers, than the other, it's going to be hard to win. Just like giving those free chances for an offensive drive, it's sooner or later your defense is going to crack, and sooner or later all that stuff is all that the dominoes are going to topple, and just everything that goes into it is just going to prove a loss. And we saw that. I mean, with a thirty-four to thirty-seven score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this is. I guess you could say a bump in the road for Seattle. I don't think this makes them like. I don't think this like ruins their opportunity to get into the playoffs. Oh so, no! I think this is a team. What are you that, talking about? They're out. They're out already. Well, no, I was just saying like this isn't going to be the domino that's no, falling. No, no, no. For the, well, I mean, you never. I know. I mean, I'm just but, talking, saying in the game. I mean, with all those, yeah. that's what's that's the yeah, it's the those, game. That's the dominoes. The game's the domino. Yeah, but. dominoes. I love dominoes. <laughs> dominoes pizza. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. I'm more of a. You know what? I had Jets here like recently. Jets is good. We don't have a Jets where I'm from. Jets so. is good. Jets got a pretty solid deep dish. Eight corners. What is it? Corner in every slice. Pretty much, Basically. yeah. That's with it. All right, we're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on to some other games really quickly. Chiefs took care of business against Denver, 43-16. Good outing from them, especially on all all spectrum of their, their team. Special teams, touchdown, defensive touchdown, offense touchdown. Oh, yeah. Mahomes and the offense didn't have to do very much, and I think that's really pleased for Andy Reid. Uh, 49ers. Dismantled New England, thirty-three to six. Surprisingly, three interceptions we were from Cam. Were we? Yeah, we were. No, because we, we no. chose the Patriots. I was wrong. I didn't pick. Did we page. all choose the Patriots? I no, chose I'm the sure, Patriots because I wanted sure Cam Travis Newton to do well. Travis didn't because Tom yeah. Brady. Tom Brady. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Travis didn't. So I mean, still he got, he got a little. It. I mean, I did not. I didn't really see that coming, though. To be honest, no. I thought it was gonna be a lot closer. It's the worst worst loss I think they've ever suffered in Foxborough since like. During like the two thousands, yeah. Yep, they're two and four for the first time since two thousand. That that just shows That's you tough. how good of a team tough they time are for Boston fans. Yeah, yeah I know. Really tough. Really. They just been around Super Bowls. Super. Oh, my heart goes out to them. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Listen, once they experience the true pain of being a Detroit sports fan, then I can maybe lend a hand to them. them. Yeah, sympathize. Yes. They they need to know what it's like to suffer for to many suffer. many I'm years. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> suffer every single day, waking moment, waking up, and just having a every Sunday impression yeah. of when you see Detroit sports. Every Sunday, they'll never experience. You think to yourself, is this a win? We never know if there's something in the bag. The Patriots know there's sometimes they play the Dolphins twice a year. They play the <laughs> Jets true. twice a year. <laughs> we don't. Who do we play? Bears, Vikings. Arguably Packers. the best best division of football. Yeah, disgusting. It's terrible. Yeah. But boys, we'll have our day. It'll it's gonna happen. I mean, Super Bowl this year. I mean, Let's just. <laughs> what about, I mean, we might hit the playoffs this year. Come that, on, that w- that would be fun. But um, Chargers beat the Jaguars. Herbert very well. He actually had sixty six rushing yards. That that was probably like as far as passing, he put up pretty characteristic numbers of what he's been on so far in his hot start. But sixty six rushing yards, including a thirty three yard one that. 
set up a touchdown. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But um, Buccaneers take down the Raiders, and uh, you know, I was wondering if Travis, if, if Travis was going to come, who he was going to credit the most out of that win, because honestly, both sides for Tampa Bay looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I again, their defense looked solid. Like Jacobs, I think Jacobs uh, only had. Jeez, I think he only had maybe 60 yards in the ground. Like he did not do as well as people had thought he was going to run the ball. Um, you know, I think he, I think Brady threw a touchdown to everyone but Mike Evans. Uh, my roommate has Mike Evans, and so he, he was kind of upset that he was not getting the ball thrown to him. So I, I mean, it's tough. It is tough, but um, you know, Goblin has a day. Scotty Miller gets a touchdown too. So I, I think. You know, I I don't want to say the Bucks are that great though. I mean, if their defense plays like this every week, they're gonna be a good. They're shape. gonna be a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna be a good team. But I still, I just don't for whatever for whatever reason, I just cannot be sold on them yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially I mean, when you just look at the stat line, they just had constant pressure the entire game, especially with three sacks. Anytime that Derek Carr is gonna face just all just pressure all the time mm-hmm. he's gonna make mistakes and that's just goes for any quarterback but I mean Tom Brady credit where credit is due one rushing yard 369 yards in the air four TDs he played incredible but I mean if it's gonna come down if Buccaneers can play this defense every week it's their division to lose and I think it's their their division and their their Super Bowl to lose mm-hmm. yeah especially one rushing yard yeah he, he it was he, a TD one one oh one run God. one yard one TD Best. Efficiency, very efficient. <laughs> efficiency. If they had a, what if they had a running back rating instead of a in the, like a quarterback rating, but for runners, I would he'd have a, he'd have over hundred percent, one one fifty eight point nine. I still don't even understand or the passer rating. I know, like they had QBR, and now they've like that, that's not even a thing they use anymore, right? Like QBR is not real. They uh, use passer passer more rating than QBR. now. Yeah, what is that? Like two different formulas? Like, yeah, there's a lot no of statistics clue. there. Yeah. But not as much as baseball, though. Right. That's pretty it's cool. A we- it's weird. But, yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. weird. Very, weird. very weird. Anyway, moving on now. <laughs> <laughs> to the next game. Um, Packers beat the Texans. I'm Aaron Rodgers. Was back to Aaron Rodgers' self. Devontae Adams. Monster day for sure. Malik. Cut and Malik. Malik. Malik Taylor. Malik Taylor. Ferris guy. Former guy. Bulldog receiver. Got into the end zone on Sunday. We're so happy for him. Congrats, Malik. You deserve it. So that was pretty cool to see as Packers now are 5-1. and one. Panthers just missed a game-tying field goal, and they lose to the Saints 27-24. <laughs> pretty close to a Teddy Bridgewater revenge win, but just came up a little short. I, I didn't get to watch this game, but I saw it on the ticker. Um I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't expect this game to be actually be that close, to be honest. I mean, the Saints, I think the Drew Brees, Joe, you can look at the stats. Didn't the, didn't the lineman catch a touchdown pass for them? I believe just so. Just start throwing names out there. Who caught a receiver? Marquez touchdown? Calloway caught a pass or a couple passes. I'm trying yeah. to find that I was played, like, uh, that's caught eight passes. I'm trying to find out. Because I played Traquan Smith, um, and he didn't do as well as I thought he was going to do. Four for 54? Yeah. Like, I really mm-hmm. thought he was going to be the main guy over there. Especially with Thomas out. Thomas and Sanders, I believe, and was, Sanders, was banged yeah. up. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I saw, unless, like, unless the ESPN app was, like, tripping. Like, I think it's tripping because. I'm pretty sure, like, the, I saw. The two receivers with touchdowns both have, like, five receptions. So, I don't think that. Bruh. Well, I don't know. I'll have to go look back at the game log then or something. I don't know. I, I could have swore Drew Brees threw it to a lineman. He probably he probably like did, but I don't know if it was for a touchdown. 
All right. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, I, I I didn't get a chance to watch this game either. I was actually watching our hometown Lions get the right. W, of mm-hmm. course. But I mean, overall, Drew Brees had a good day. Um, 287, two TDs, 29 to 36. Overall, pretty solid. Camara doing Camara things, getting tons of touches and tons of yards, and that's what they need in that offense. Tavius Murray, 11 for 47. They, I mean, they overall just they did what they needed to do to win. I mean, the Panthers gave them all they had. I know DJ Moore really decided, hey, I'm going to score a couple TDs today. And, I mean, Joe's pretty happy about that. But it was it was really interesting yes, to sir. see Carolina, like, how their offense has evolved into a pretty solid offense. Because, I mean, you got DJ Moore, you add Robbie Anderson in the offseason, then you got Curtis Samuel. And then right now Mike Davis, he didn't do so hot in this game. But, I mean, they really were getting success in the passing game, so it really wasn't needed that much. I mean, especially DJ Moore breaking 70-yard touchdowns. I mean, that's fine. But this offense with CMC back could be a pretty good team. And like you said, Barrett, they might be the toughest team we have to face as far as the Lions in this next couple of six-game stretch. Yeah, and especially if CMC comes back because, I mean, I don't want to face him. I don't. He's no. a dangerous runner. He's, and, and I feel like he will also exploit our linebackers who, other than Jamie Collins, I feel like no one can cover the pass. Like, I don't rely on Tavai. Gerard Davis never has been a pass coverage guy. Nope. Christian Jones, not a pass coverage guy. Nope. Reggie Ragland, definitely not a pass nope. coverage guy. So, I mean, it's going to be definitely it's going to be definitely tough if CMC is healthy and ready to go when he plays us. But, I mean, fingers crossed, you know, knock on wood. I think this is wood. Pretty close. Yeah, there, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hopefully, hopefully everything will Maybe he'll be out one more week. But that's a long time away. Like, I think we play the Panthers in, like, three weeks. So. Yeah, three or four, I think. Yeah, but so. Yeah, for yikes. sure. Yeah, he's going to be scary if he if he's healthy and he plays us. And I, yeah. I don't know if we'll be able to get the W. Yeah, there's a reason he's 99 overall in Madden. The, the dude's an absolute monster on the field. He can do everything. But uh, the Buffalo Bills got out of the loss column. It was scary, but they got out of the loss column. They won against the New York Jets 18-10. to 10. Boy, I I was a little nervous though. I know Barry, you picked the sneak win, and it was gonna be pretty close. Looking at it, ten to ten to nothing overall in the second quarter, that that was pretty scary for Buffalo. Is this team starting to fade? I I mean, you have to think that I and I love Josh Allen. I loved him when he came out of college, but I I mean, this team like if you're not putting away the Jets, I mean. It's frightening. On. It's it's scary. They didn't score a touchdown. I think they were all field goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Tyler Bass was their kicker. I think he had 22 points on uh, fantasy. So, I mean. That's ha- insane. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, that's why I'm going against him. Yeah, 190 dropped on my head this week. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, for, for a team to not be able to score a touchdown against the Jets, who I believe are actively trying to lose, <laughs> um, you know, they probably got scared there because they saw, like, uh, they probably saw like um, you know Texans were like <laughs> losing, so they were like, "Well, we really got to lose now because like yeah, we got to turn on the Jets or something." Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow, good one. <laughs> That's a good one. But yeah, like I think I I think like they are actively trying to lose, and the Bills who are I believe actively trying to win. I think that's fair. Can't win, uh, or can't like drop like multiple points yeah. on them. Like I feel like they kind of they don't. Because, I mean, especially when, like, they played Kansas City, they played great. But when they play, like, bad teams, I feel like they rather than just, like, stay at a high level, they, like, stoop play to down competition. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to be a Super Bowl-aspiring team or a, 
a team that really wants to succeed in the playoffs, you got to put away bad teams. That's something you have to do. And oh, Buffalo yeah. really struggled with that. I mean, you're kicking eight field goals on Sunday, making six of them, and not getting in the end zone when you got guys like Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. That, that's a little bit alarming. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, Buffalo's been on a pretty rough three game stretch. They haven't played as well. And it's it's good to have a win. I mean, I know for Lions fans, hey, mm-hmm. we'll take a sloppy win over a clean loss any day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Buffalo without a doubt, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But backs be, no printer. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting now, especially now that we're considering Miami Dolphins as the second best team in the AFC East. Now that New England dropped to San Francisco, so they could. I mean, right now Buffalo should be the front runner, and they look the best. But well, you never know. Two a time. As I say, he starts. He starts happen. next. He starts next week. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll have to. We'll see Tua in action. But does that mean that like some other teams should start reaching out for Ryan Fitzpatrick? I mean, I gotta imagine the Cowboys are right. They sh- they, they should have to. I mean, yeah, I mean especially I mean, with that performance <clears throat> that they had this week, it's just sheesh. That defense is else. tough. Yeah, like that is rough. Mm-hmm. If you're letting the Washington football team, uh, I mean, Antonio Gibson looked like he was like Gale Sayers running down the field. Like he was just like. Running was, over, yeah, he's running over people. Yeah. It was in, it was insane. Uh, I mean, you know, and then you see Andy Dalton go down. The red rifle is now broken. So, I don't know if you guys saw the hit, but he like slides, and the guy just yep. like basically just smokes him right in the head. And I'm like, oh, R.I.P. And then they just get the car for him. And I'm like, oof. Yeah, I uh, feel like I feel like if they got Ryan Fitzpatrick, because Ryan Fitzpatrick's better than Andy Dalton. By far. And I thought, I mean, honestly, when I started Andy Dalton this week, I thought he's going to be, oh, like, he's got a fresh offense. Like, he's starting to fit. Yeah. And he's going to score, like, a lot. And they're going to beat him by two touchdowns. But mm-hmm. then he goes and does this where they have a terrible performance against mm-hmm. the, what is it, second worst football team in the league right now? I would, yeah, you could say that. Um, I mean, they, I mean, their, they record, their record might not show it. But, like, it's pretty it's pretty clear that they're one of the worst teams in the league right as now. As far as the, the draft order goes, their win yesterday ended up – Putting them from second in the order to ninth—that's how—that's how big of a jump they took. Wow! With that win, and I mean, they're, they're was it worth it? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that. If was you're the reason. Cowboys right now, you should be deeply you upset. Gotta figure this something. team is I mean, too good. But you look at the Washington football team; they could win this division. <laughs> I mean, they really <laughs> I mean, could. They could. really could. They, they really, really could. could. Like the Eagles, yes, they got the win on Thursday night, but like, uh, I mean. They're not going to be super like running out of the gate to get any more wins. I feel like no. So no. who knows? I I think you if you're trying to get Fitzpatrick, it's I feel like it might take a lot. I know that's be like, well, why would you need a lot? F- Fitzpatrick, future Hall of Famer. Can we all agree? Uh, no. Really, five thousand no. yards. Five thousand yards. One of the best journeymen. Of I all feel time. like he, I will put he is one of the best, but I don't think he's Hall of Fame because he hasn't really had. Cause has he won a Super Bowl? No, he hasn't. Even, I don't. He's been he, to the playoffs though. I yes. mean, yeah. I mean, almost every quarterback's been to the playoffs, but yeah. But Chris Paul's getting in the Hall of Fame, and he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, because he's a basketball player <laughs> <laughs> or <an> NBA championship. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it. To me, I don't think he will. I mean, he probably could. It's. I think he's got what five thousand yards with like eight different teams. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but like Brandon said, he's one of the best journeymen. I mean, he goes to teams when they need him, and then he he produces. I don't think he'll be – he's not a guy who's a franchise quarterback by any means, so I don't think he'll – Ouch, that hurt. I mean, it's 
Well, are you like all okay. of a sudden Ryan Fitzpatrick? Well, okay. Yeah, okay, well, okay. no, I think it's going to take some some the, Jerry Jones if they want him. It's going to have to take. It, they're going to have to give the Dolphins something because yes. you can't automatically think Tua's going to be healthy forever. Mm-hmm. We've had an injury concern in the past, so like for them to, oh hey, you know what? We don't need Fitzpatrick anymore. Get him out of here. Mm-hmm. No, we can't do that. Like you have to have some type of safety net, mm-hmm. um, like at least for Tua, because though we only saw three snaps of him and he looked elite mm-hmm. um i mean one bad hit and i mean we've seen it all year you know the past we have you they have to be ready for that yeah because it could happen yeah bring back joe webb for the dolphins bring back joe webb. get ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill back that's but, what i'm saying i mean what? hey dallas and miami have had trade talks as that what's happened to byron jones so right. they, those two teams do have relation but dallas definitely looking Definitely looking to revitalize what their identity is after that loss to the Washington football team. Uh, Steelers and Titans, pretty good game. I think it lived up to its expectations as far oh, as yes. a defensive masterpiece. I mean, there was still some pretty good offense in there. Uh, Derrick Henry, he didn't have a bad night. I mean, he only got about 70 yards on the ground, which isn't like his normal, like, I'm going to explode for one. Where's 40 yards? Where's his 40 yards? That's the... That's like the reason that they won is because they kept him to so not to what he's accustomed to. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's what everybody was saying. And they should have won by if more. If they want to get the win, that's what they're going to have to do is shut down Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Steelers should have won by more in this game. Ben Roethlisberger threw it to the wrong team too many times. He threw it three interceptions. Right. I mean, there's <clears throat> opportunities there. So I mean, right now, like when we just had Brendan on the show, and yeah, he had a, he was pretty hyped about the Steelers, but. This Steelers team looks really good right now, and they beat a quality team like Tennessee on the road, and now they're still undefeated. The last one in the NFL now that Seattle lost last night. They're looking. That's crazy. They're looking it's, at a pretty big, well, big playoff picture right now. Well, I mean, look who they have to play next. It's the Ravens. So it's and it's going to be like dun, one dun, of. Dun, the, dun, I mean, dun, the dun. Titans obviously are one of like the better teams that they've played so far. I mean, other than that, before this, the best team they played was probably the Browns, which they manhandled. I mean, right. they. The first four, are, ga- first four games you play, you play the Giants, Broncos, Texans, and Eagles. But they are taking care of business in no, those games. They are. I'm this just saying Raven, this, I, this I, week upcoming is going to be the actual yeah, yeah, test. I agree. Well, wait, I think ti- we said that last week. <laughs> I think we said, is this Titans team going to be the test? If the Steelers beat but the you're Ravens, right. is that enough no, to you to it say there should be week, Super Bowl But this is the actual test because Ravens are – you know Arguably what? the best team in the Cowboys NFL. is the actual test for the Steelers because oh. you can't play down. America's team. America's team. You can't sleep on the American team. <laughs> also, um, I honestly feel like the Titans should have won this. I mean, their kicker sold them. Goskowski, talk about a guy who at the start of the year was, like, I think in the top three of accuracy for kickers of all time. Mm-hmm. And now I think he's, like, out of the top 15. His first game back, he was, like, 0 for 4. Yeah, I feel like, that's terrible. Uh, like, that's tough. That's like, not great. Hang it up, big fella. Like, there's no need There's no need to be out here. Prater knows how to kick forever. So, <laughs> um, But, I mean, the Ravens are coming off a bye. So, that's going to be spooky. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Spooky season. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be tough. It'll be interesting to see because, I mean. A fresh Lamar is scary. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. It's. If they, I mean, if they can shut down like they shut down Derrick Henry, then they'll they'll probably be able to keep it close. But mm-hmm. Lamar's so tough, to, so tough to shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, the last two games, Browns and Bengals, Battle of Ohio, came down to a field goal. Well, actually, a field goal score, but game-winning touchdown from Donovan Peoples-Jones. Can't believe Hey-o. I was going to say that this week. 
but congrats to DPJ on that amusing or amazing touchdown catch. Did he do the did he do the stance that he does when he scores a touchdown with the hands on his hips? <clears throat> I don't think so. I think he was too excited that he pretty much just won hmm. the game. Not but, staying to his brand. That's kind of lame. Yeah, I don't know. Sheesh. Not gonna be good for sponsorships. Yeah. Uh, He'll just have to figure that out. But the reason he was in the ball game was OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., sadly now confirmed, has tore his ACL and is out for the foreseeable future. Forever. (laughs) Forever. That's tough, especially. Is he he done? I have no clue, but that's tough because especially, I mean, it just seemed like he was getting back into his stride of being the guy on the team. Because, like, for last year and a little bit before the year before, I mean, people were saying, like, they're not utilizing him as much as like he was utilized in New York, and you're kind of wasting this talent. And finally, we've been able to see that talent again uh, this year. But now, I mean, just that plague of injuries that's going that's sweeping across the league right now. It's just. Do they need him? I mean, no, but it's just tough. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think, think they need him, need but him. I'm just saying it's t- it's tough for him because he's finally showing those numbers and he's finally getting that True. that target, or he's becoming that target again that he was in New York. True. I I don't think they need him though. I think I don't think they need him either. Send him on his way. See you later, alligator. Um, Trade him to Tampa Bay. In a while, crocodile. That's what I'm saying. I've never seen. I have never been an OBJ fan. I think like he actually is kind of overrated. Uh oh. I mean, that's your opinion. Yeah. So I think I think he is. I think he's kind of overrated. Like yes, he can like change a game and he's super quick and he can go up and get a ball, but. I don't know if I can take that over the locker room. I'm going to use a C word here. Cancer. That sometimes he may be described as. New York is an example. Early part of the Browns, he said telling teams last year, hey, come get me. Hey, yep. come get me. Hey, come get me. Tom, mm-hmm. Tom, Tom, come get me. Yep. You know, Tom, Tom. Tom, Tom. So I, I don't think, I don't particularly think like he's that great. Could you imagine if. Bruce Arians and general managing comes down and figures out a way to sneak in some extra veterans minimum money and signs him. I mean, with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Honestly, I'd like that. And my co-host isn't here, but if if they don't win the Super Bowl with that like wide receiving core, then you can say Brady's trash. Wait. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, what? Wow. I'm just kidding. No, you Travis, can't. don't listen to this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no. Like, He's going to have to now. Yeah, I know. I'll tell him. I'll be like, listen, I, I called you out. Give no. him the timestamp. Give him exactly the timestamp. Yeah, I, I see it over you know, there. You so, see it over there. Yeah, so, I mean, if, the, if, that, if that was possible, which, I mean, they already have a good wide receiver core now. I mean, Antonio Brown is probably going to fill in for the spot of Scotty Miller. So. Most likely, or well, somehow make a tandem in and out kind of a situation there. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Scotty's sometimes six catches, eighty plus yards, but He's some quick. days he doesn't. He gets one catch or none. He's so. quick. Yeah, that team of, all of a sudden has become very, very good. They figured right. it out. Uh huh. Yeah. So it'll that'll be interesting to see. And then the Giants and Eagles on Thursday night, really quick. Eagles took home the win. Um, I well, love Thursday night football. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, Thursday night football, literally the greatest games ever. The Giants and Eagles, wow, what a I what agree. a what a pairing that was. Broncos and Jets, that's even better. Yeah, no, the, these Thursday night games, they've been kind of depressing. I don't even so need far. to watch the rest of the week because of how good that game was. <laughs> You're right. I didn't even watch the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? They won? Eagles what? Fly? I mean, sheesh. That was that's right. But absolutely crazy. As we now move over into. Relating to the NFL, our fantasy football teams, we haven't updated them about 
in a hot minute. But, guys, something bad happened. My team's losing. And I'm to very me. sad. To Joe. To me. The best matchup of the season, and my team decides to blow it. Okay, not my whole team. Cam Newton, what happened, bro? I don't know what was going on during that game that this made you throw for three interceptions in less than 100 yards. I don't know what it was, but, boy, that hurt really, really bad. And that will probably be the cause of my loss this week to put me at five and two to Joe. But, I mean, <clears throat> the future is still bright, but, I, boys, I'm open for a quarterback trade immediately. You I want am Andy open. Dalton? No, <laughs> I don't want Andy Dalton. Dude, I started Andy Dalton this week, and it's just, oh, my word. Like, I thought it was going to be something else. I thought mm-hmm. he was going to go off for like 25, 30 points, but then he just tosses up a big old 16 on there, and then it just a big just a big sad for the whole team. Yes. I oh, mean. I am also part of this league, <laughs> and <laughs> I would like to I would like to I would like to say I am getting slapped bad. Um Now, keep in mind, I didn't particularly get to draft this team. I was working. I drafted maybe my first two picks. I uh, maybe I'm like looking at this team. I I don't think I maybe actually Clyde, I think was my only guy I drafted. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Mhm. Um, I'm currently getting beat and let's not, I still have a few players to play now. So let's not, let's not throw me out the window just yet. <laughs> make come I'm back currently and... getting beat 87. All right. All right. To 190. Ouch. So we, we got some opportunity to come back you here. You got some work to do. Hey, Tyler week, Higby. Week I need a hundred points out of Tyler was, Higby. Week yeah. one, I was down like twenty-four with only Juju to play, and he, I won by four. So I mean, Tyler Higby, uh, no, eighty-seven to one ninety, Joe. So I need Tyler Higby to have a hundred and hundred and four <laughs> points. So he needs it's about, possible. It's he never happened about, before, but it's possible. I need him to be the kicker. I need him to throw it to himself. I need him to be the. Yeah, I need him to do extra points. I need him to. I need every him to single be throw defense. is him. Every single every single throw is to special him. teams. I need Higby to be. The, the animal. Coach. He needs to be everybody at once. Yeah. To be I mean, to, to be honest, I, I thought this was like was gonna be. It's my worst fantasy league. Um, but like I, I mean, I've had some bad. I've had some bad luck. I mean, I didn't have like, I didn't have like Saquon or I didn't have like CMC. But I, I I've had injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't play it, Herbert uh, over just, Stafford. I, I kind of feel bad about that. But yeah, at least you happens. had a quarterback that scored positive points. So that's always a good. Thing. That is true. Yeah, that's so, pretty good. Yeah. Thanks, Cam. But it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I. This is the thing. I was loyal. I said, okay, Matt Ryan's playing against Detroit. I'm going to go with my gut and be a loyal fan and put him on my bench. He puts up 18. I'm like, okay, Cam can still. If he's probably going to rush at least once, maybe throw one, maybe get about 20. But negative point one. Yeah, that's tough. I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, I. That, can't do that. I mean, I don't really, I, I don't really expect to see that. To be honest, I'm going against him in my other league, uh, because I got I my other like dynasty league I'm playing in. Like I have, I'm, I would be playing Lamar regularly, but mm-hmm. I got him on a bye week, so um, I'm, I'm cool with that. So yeah, I'm chill. I'm chill. I'm cool. chill. Okay. I'm vibing. Cool, 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 cool. I'm vibing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, I'm four and one overall in the week out of my five teams. So hey, could have been could have been be, worse. I'm about to be three and four, so it's a, it's a little tough. I mean. But if we want to do some scores across the league, too, I mean, 
Travis might give Molly her first win of the of the, it of might the season. Wait, what? It might uh, Molly's up eighty-eight to seventy-three right now. Um, if Chicago pull pulls just like Sammy Sloman was injured during the week, he has a bad warm-up. He's out of the game. Goff puts up forty on the Bears, negative points. David Montgomery doesn't get married to touches. That's ball game. I mean, someone should tell Molly her. To, someone should tell her to. Play a running back. She's Madison then. But she doesn't she, like all of her spots are filled though. <laughs> She's, it's I mean, all but in. it's all or he nothing. does. He uh, Travis on the bright side does have uh, I think three players to play. So yes, kicker, defense, and um, Montgomery. So we'll have to see. We'll have to update you so on we'll Wednesday. Have to see, but right now happens. it's looking good for Molly and not looking so good for Travis. <laughs> Dude, no way. Yes. Trav- I mean Travis got unfortunate with getting Odell hurt, and then. He played Miles Sanders, which whoops wasn't not, the greatest choice. I'm not the I'm not entirely sure. Maybe he thought Boston Scott was gonna blow a tire throughout the game, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> they're gonna entire. they're gonna pull him off IR immediately and yeah. then play him in, drive him in on the cart and give him his pads and take something over. something like that. Anything in him, but uh, I mean, yeah, prime I mean, time game. Johnny Yonker and Kyle Robach. Arguably two of the top teams right now. I mean, I would be technically in that mix for third with my points scored. But right now, Johnny is up by 15. Wait. Sorry. My 16. Score, score just updated. 16 points. And Kyle has Allen Robinson to go. Can he close the gap? That's the oh, question. Allen Robinson gains 16. I don't know. But I mean, Maybe. if you think, if you think about it in retrospect, I mean, it's really eight catches, eighty yards, or seventy catches, ninety yards, which Julio Jones did last week, coming off of injury. So it is possible. Yeah, but it's if he gets targeted that much to to begin with. I mean, if he gets targeted that much, it also there's a lot of factors that go into that. So if he gets targeted and he can get that many yards, I think he'll. Mm-hmm. It, it that that's what's going to come down to is how many times he gets the ball thrown to him. Yeah, so we'll have to see about that. Um, Calvin Rohde. Is going to lose to Sean O'Mell. We haven't seen Sean in a long time. We should we should see where he's at. But um, and then Ryan Simmons, Saquad's update. He did pick up Saquon Barkley to stick on IR just so his team name rings true. But he's going to pick up the win over Hunter, who had a rough bye week. You could say a lot of he pretty much has like six players, seven players on bye. So I think he was just like, yeah, I'm going to take the L this week and move on because I like the team. So. That's basically the updates we have. Um, moving over now into some even better news, I think. I thought this was absolutely amazing. Watching Michigan demolish Minnesota on Saturday. Absolutely fantastic game. Um, Joe Milton played very well. He didn't have like the stat line that you were expecting. He wasn't going to throw for 350 or whatever. But looking on the field, he was efficient. He made good choices in his first start. I think there's a lot of bright future in Michigan right now. Oh, definitely. Big, big 10 is back. It's just uh, it just has a nice He's back. To it. I'm I'm so happy. I remember I remember all throughout the week I was just looking forward to just seeing Michigan State lose to Rutgers, Michigan to just manhandle Minnesota. I was so excited, but honestly excited because Joe Millen He's a guy who we haven't had in a long time at the quarterback position. It's the first time where we don't have to worry about a quarterback or just like anything at the Michi- at Michigan right now. I mean, he's a guy who has Wilton Spates height. He has a he can throw it over the mountains basically, and he has Shea Patterson's ability to scramble out of the pocket. I think he's going to do really good. He still has some time to develop, especially since he was, I mean, fifty. He's a fifth year senior, correct? 
Yeah, like and he's been there for a while. Yeah, he's, he's been, been there, there for a, a while. Time. He wasn't. He wasn't even going to be the starter this year since Dylan. If Dylan McCaffrey stayed, but I think now that he's kind of gotten his chance, he's not going to let it go to. He's not going to let it go to waste, and he's been. I think he's going to really do well for these up couple weeks. I mean, I was definitely excited. Our defense looked. I mean, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was excited. I think our linebackers and our defensive line is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how close you guys follow Michigan, but I was surprised to not see Dax Hill. Um, yeah, Dax mm-hmm. Hill out, not in the game. So, I don't know if that's a disciplinary I mean, he thing. was, in, he was, he was there. The he just wouldn't play. Like, I thought he was going to be there. I thought he was going to be down, like an every down kind of guy. Yeah. Was not. So, I don't know if somehow a rotation. The running, though, our run game. Looks um, good. Looks good. Mm-hmm. Josh Gaddis looks like he knows what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's figured out what he needs and what right. he has. Well, I think we have weapons now. Um, I don't. Who's the back? I'm sorry. I'm skipping. Charbonnet. No, Char- I know Charbonnet. Haskins. No, Charbonnet did. I know Haskins scored twice. Mm-hmm. Charbonnet scored once. The back. He's a small guy. Come out of here. Start to seem. Quorum. Yes. That people like people are excited about him. And I like Quorum and Giles Jackson. To me, are two guys that if Gaddis can utilize them. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be pretty scary what mm-hmm. they can do offensively, especially with like Joe Milton. We saw a lot of short passing, and it, it was working. I mean, if you had the dump, like the dump down guy open and ten yards ahead of him, yeah, make that yeah. choice. Don't force a throw. And that he looked really efficient doing that. I mean, you get those guys in space. I mean, it could be, it could be to the house like a good fifty percent mm-hmm. of the time. And they, well, they made the comparison of Quorum to J.K. Dobbins, which I thought was almost ironic. Uh. That's what that's what they were saying, and I was like, man, I I've never uh, even heard of him. I don't, I don't even know. remember heard of him. I didn't even I didn't even hear about him until then because I knew about Charbonnet and I knew about Haskins. He's not, he's not as big as J.K. That's the thing though for me. Like he does, he's not as strong. He's more quick than J.K. is. Yeah, I I don't know. They might see something I don't know. It's gonna yeah. It's definitely gonna be weird. I was kind of excited though to. I mean, I was kind of excited but also confused because I mean, in the game when we ran it up the middle, we had I mean. 10 yards a pop each time. Mm-hmm. But, like, we kept on running into the outside. We kept on trying to force throws and stuff like that. And I think once we start to cut that down a little bit, of course it's week one and we don't want to show our whole playbook right at the start so that way teams can get a hold of us already. But, right. I mean, it's I think if we just kind of focus on what's already been working well for us. I mean, we could have had an off night. But, I mean, those 10-yard passes and those things where we don't have to make Joe Milton the force throws and kind of use that hard throw. Also, he throws extremely hard. Yeah. The dude is a rifle. Yeah. And it doesn't even look like he's throwing that hard. It's mm-hmm. so effortless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- I, what was it? Like a 70-yard bomb through the air? Yeah, he, like over, he overthrew it by he, 10 yards. Yeah, he overthrew the guy on a go route by 10 yards. And I was just like, oh. And I, I've i watched Joe mm-hmm. Milton in the spring game back a couple years ago. The dude can he can throw so hard. But I know Jim Harbaugh's concern is the touch. And that is yeah. something that they're still working on. I mean, overthrowing receiver by 10 mm-hmm. yards. So he doesn't I mean, have well, the touch yet. That's the, that's the thing. It's like we didn't utilize. We didn't give him that time in games before to get this going down. I mean, practice is way different than games. So he can... Maybe throw sixty yards on the dot in practice, but as soon as you get in a game situation, you have that that real game pressure. It's totally different mm-hmm. ball game, and it's only game one too. Yeah, yeah next we week got is little, we next, got little brother next. Next week is Sparty. <laughs> next week is Sparty, and uh, I believe it's in Ann Arbor. Not that it matters. Is it in? I don't know. No, I don't. I, I don't honestly, think don't honestly, know. home field advantage isn't really going to matter too much anymore. I don't know. Would you rather be playing in the big house or I don't even know the name of Spartan, Spartan Stadium? Stadium I'm pretty sure. Ever heard? Yeah. The big house, always the best. Always the yes. big house, but I'm saying there's like, nothing year, better than the big year, house. That's not, I I want them to play the big house, but I'm just saying home field advantage probably isn't going to play as big of a factor as it did 
last year. Have you got, you guys have been before. to the big house, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've I've been on the field. Like we got to I get to play on when I was little. I actually I ran like, on the field before. Really? Fact. Yeah. Five K for Trail to the Victors. They do every year. They finish. Oh, you run nice. The, you run through the tunnel and all the way down oh, on the dang. field. It's pretty sweet. That's, That's sweet. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, uh, one of my buddies that goes there is in the athletic training program, and like he got us tickets, so we got to go out on the field. The after I think the Rutgers game like two years ago. So. Did you go on Sully with the team? No, it was like after everybody went off the field. Oh, can just go out there and start dapping up people. And yeah, I like, wish. Yo, man, what's I up? I wish. Oh, hey, I'm a walk-on coming on next I'm a year. Yeah. Coach, coach, coach. High Harbaugh. school, high school Joe. That was like five five. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? Itty bitty guy. I'm a kicker. That's <laughs> I'm, I'm a kicker. I'm actually the placeholder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but even so, other scores around the league. We can talk about Michigan State, Rutgers. That kind of. That blew my mind, to that be honest. Seven somehow turnovers. Sheesh. That's terrible. Flat out terrible. Yeah. That I was mean, so bad, dude. I just watching that. I was like two JV teams there was going at it. A combined ten turnovers in this football game. Ten. That, that's sloppy football. That's big ten football right there, though. <laughs> don't even. Run the ball. It, don't even. <laughs> Come on now. You know, you know that's wow. big ten football. You know that's big ten football, though. That's that's you know run the ball pass run the ball punt run the ball pass run the ball punt I mean it's we're all about electrics here predictable you know yeah don't have yeah, to get flashy no nah. unless you're yeah. Joe Milton I'm <laughs> I'm kind of a, I'm excited yeah. to see what uh, Mel Tucker is gonna do especially kind of with this loss and how he's gonna be able to I mean figure out this season as a whole because for him to go in with this season kind of taking over the helms of kind of a of ugly kind of transition to power mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. not transition power but just a transition to coaches for him to kind of come in he doesn't have the reputation of being a good coach yet those recruits probably aren't going to come for a couple more years so it's just going to see how long is Michigan State going to have this situation and these aren't these aren't his guys like no. I think we have to understand like yep at the same time like it's, it, I mean I'm not going to discredit their season completely because they're probably still a good team I mean there's probably still good players around there but I mean, we made the same argument for Harbaugh when he didn't have his players in here. Like, mm-hmm. you can't expect them to win. Like, they're not built for that philosophy. So, right. you know, it is what it is. Rome wasn't built in one day. That's right. There you go. Yeah, that's I, the time when you fit it in. That's the time you use it. Uh, it was. It was. It was. It's on fastball it right over the plate. There. I had to. But yeah, no, for sure. Inside joke, Barrett. It's okay. 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 Um, it burned down in the day. Welcome to the MBSP. I was gonna say, didn't it burn, <laughs> didn't it burn down in the day though? Probably somewhere. Like <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. An outside joke. All right, we can move on now. Um, <laughs> hold your horses there, big guy. Indiana. You wouldn't recognize them as a good football team, but they beat Penn State on questionably, Saturday. Questionably. Okay, yes. Penn questionably, State. yes. Last two-point conversion. Reaches out for the pylon. Appears to hit the front of it towards the sideline. They caught a touchdown. Play stands. I they thought it was. I one. thought it was clean. It it was close. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty clean. It could have gone either way. They didn't really have the camera angle for it. I no. feel like they need to have one that's, that's on like college down football. The s- and that's on college football. Wait, they didn't have pylon cam. They have a pylon cam, but it faces towards the uh, towards the goal line. It doesn't face towards the sideline. They don't, they don't have any. They didn't have NFL has really, that. Yeah, they don't have like any cameras that like actually just like focus on the sideline, which yeah, I think upgrading I think they need to do that, especially for just how close this game was. Also, how did Penn State lose? They like if you look at the stat line, they almost doubled Indiana in almost everything. Yeah, their rushing was a lot. Of, like um, I think they had like close to 150 yards more or something like that. I'm not 100 percent certain, so don't quote me on that. But their passing was a lot better. I just 
props to Indiana for winning because I did not mm-hmm. think they were going to win it. Well, this is another example of why the NFL needs to switch their overtime rules to. I want to see. I want to see two offenses both get out there and have a chance. Now we saw it last night with a Seattle and. Arizona go back to the NFL, but you're not always guaranteed that. I mean, one team scores a touchdown, game's over. Yeah, I want to see let the teams line up on the twenty or the twenty-five, sling it out. I want to see, I want to see like sixty-sixty, mass. You know, I'm talking seventy-four, seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. LSU, Texas, it's more yeah. like a marathon, basically. Yeah, I want to see, they, I want to like, see twelve overtimes. <laughs> yeah, I want to see twelve overtimes. I want to see my fantasy teams elevated because of an <laughs> overtime game i want to see one player i mean we saw tyler lockett last night i think he had 50 points i don't know about pretty close our yeah. leagues yeah like in our league uh back home 50 points he had a 50 burger i was like i want to see that that's a pretty juicy burger every week juicy with yeah. cheese squidward with yeah. cheese <laughs> but indeed um penn state did have turnover uh, a couple turnovers yeah. and a lot of penalties i think i mean execution wise they they weren't as good down the stretch getting points so like not mm-hmm. not saying they didn't get points but like getting in the end zone every time i mean you have how many times you have how many yards and you only got 20 points on the board or 30 35 points on the board yeah there 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 should have been more execution from penn state but they shouldn't come out on top indiana mm-hmm. i know i said it, that there should be a sleeper team and now i think they put the league on notice so it's be they, really got, exciting. they got some work to do, but I mean Friday on the kickoff game for Big Ten this year, Wisconsin throttles Illinois forty-five to seven. That was a pretty good game to watch, especially seeing Wisconsin is going to be one of like the big one of the big teams in the Big Ten West. Uh, it's going to be very scary when we have to play them. But Ohio State once again, they're the best in the. Hate pains for me to say it, but fifty-two seventeen win over Nebraska, a pretty good Nebraska team at that. And uh, Justin Fields had a field day. You really can't. <laughs> You really can't knock him too much. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just there. Was I know, there. I know. But it was did, a meatball down the middle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did you guys hear, though, about um, Graham Mertz, quarterback for Wisconsin? No, I haven't. No. He, got, he had <laughs> – I didn't even know who that was for a second. He was 20 of 21, 248 and five touchdowns against Illinois. He was absolutely phenomenal. Next day, he tests positive for COVID. So oh. now, Wisconsin might have to go to a back have the quarterback. COVID game? He had the COVID game? So <laughs> the flu game, the <laughs> COVID game. Wow, dude. That's, so that's gonna be tough for Wisconsin. Now we might not see Mertz on the field for possibly two weeks. For years, maybe. Years. Maybe it might have to be done playing football. Honestly, it's, I mean they play Nebraska next the uh, this weekend. So okay, so they have a bye. <laughs> Whoa! I, I, I let's mean, not sleep on Nebraska. It's gonna be no. I'm just kidding. Nebraska's uh, not no. good. If he's yeah, out, yeah, if he's out you know for, where the best player went. If he's the, out for two weeks, right. it's gonna be you know tough because the they're not gonna be went. able to beat mm-hmm. Purdue with a backup quarterback. Yeah, well, you know where Nebraska's quarterback went to Rutgers. Yeah, to take the soul out of the Sparty. <laughs> <laughs> But that was that, that was, was such a rough game. Great to watch. week of college football. And speaking of the Big Ten, Joe, I didn't miss this time. Go ahead, buddy. Brent, Barrett, if you haven't heard, obviously we do a, cu- a couple things different than Mike's and Takes, and one of those being is Joe's fact of the day. Yeah. And uh, we kind of flip-flop yeah. that every every episode. But today, boys, we're staying in the Big Ten for this one. Penn State, one of our uh, eastern rivals in the Big Ten. Sure. You might always remember the Nittany Lions by the uh, navy blue and the white uniform, especially on the whiteout nights. But they weren't always those colors. What? I'm gonna hide this from Barrett so he doesn't cheat. What? I'm not, oh, I'm not. Oh, okay, I'm not cheating. No. <laughs> what? They weren't always blue and white to start. So, boys, what colors were they? Oh, they were always. They weren't always blue and white. No. Oh man. Let me think here. 
That's interesting. I mean, there could be. I mean, it could be multiple colors here. It could be. It's just two on Steelers? the website. It's is just it two. On, it's two on the Big Ten website. It's just two. Just two. Just two. Tua. Two. Yeah. Two attacking right. <laughs> is it like the, the Steelers? Color. Is it some knockoff of the Steelers? Isn't it? I don't know. I'll give you a hint. One color you're not gonna expect. Okay. So it's not, not going to Oh, thanks. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not trying to make it like obvious because I could say Okay, okay, stuff, okay, okay. Uh, is is red involved? Can you say that? Variation red. Okay. It's like I, crimson, crimson and like I'm going to say maroon. Maroon and like I don't know. Maroon and gray. That seems like a pretty common Really? Like color a scarlet scheme. knight type beat. <laughs> <laughs> scarlet, that's not even their color. They're not even really, they're like a scarlet like a red. Yeah, they're scarlet. Oh, well, is that fair. your guess? Is maroon? San Diego? I said, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm saying maroon and gray. That's my guess. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that as well. I mean, I don't know. I I was thinking of something like the Steelers, but you said red, so like maybe it's like their original bucks. colors. It doesn't say when they changed it to blue and white, but their original colors were actually black and pink. Wow. What? Yeah. Interesting. It's on the Big Ten website, so you know it's wow. true. <laughs> That's gross. I mean, Detroit, the Detroit Lions used to be the Spartans, and they used to be wearing red, I believe. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, I wasn't really expecting because when I was walking through the, uh, when I was looking through these, like, lists of the of the website and stuff, there was a couple of good ones, but that one kind of caught my eye, so I wanted to toss that one out for you boys to sure. kind of mull over a little bit. You always bit. find some good ones, Joe. You always find some good ones. Pink. Hmm. But very I'm, interesting. It's on the Big Ten thing? I believe you. I believe you. But You call me a liar? Come on my show and call me I ain't me calling a you a truther. I ain't calling you a truther. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nice. Shout out okay. to Travis for the Drake but and Josh reference. For sure. Um, really quick to wrap up the show, um, Major League Baseball, we now have a 3-2 series. Dodgers took game five last night in a battle of, I wouldn't say high-powered offenses. Started out pretty offensively. Mm. Especially both last night was a high-powered offense. Yeah, I mean, only 4-2, to two, not a big score line. Kershaw had an all right day. Um, Tyler Glass now really hasn't been himself from the season. He kind of took a step down. I mean, he's lost his first two World Series games, so he's been in a little bit of a struggle, but I mean, the Rays still look good. I mean, they tr- they were pretty confident last night trying to steal home on Clayton Kershaw. That's a pretty That's pretty bold move. But pretty ballsy, not going to lie. Yeah, didn't work out. And I, honestly, a lot of people say that that was probably the, the momentum swing of that game. And, I mean, the Dodgers ended up kind of taking it away with a couple hits, especially um, in later innings after their three-run Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I believe it was the second inning, but I mean they they took care of business and that's what they needed to do. And right now the Dodgers are holding the cards, so let's we can see if they can finish that mm-hmm. out. I was interested, especially with kind of the Rays, especially because when Tyler Glass now had to start uh, his first outing, he went I think it was like 112 pitches, and usually the Rays don't put out their pitches that long. They try to conserve them and try to get their best and don't try to don't try to kind of push them farther than they than they really do good work in. And I think with that five innings pitched. They kind of tried to switch it up, but even so, Tyler Glass now, like you said, Brandon, excuse me, he didn't look characteristic. It's tough with two Bs. I struggle with it on sure. and takes two, but um, I mean, I feel like they just tried to fix it in a in a different way. And I don't, I feel like if they gave him just one more inning, he probably could have figured stuff out. But I mean, he just hasn't been really looking just the same as he has, especially with his first outing. He, can't, he wasn't able to get the curveball to work. His fastballs were a little bit low. So I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I picked the Dodgers, mm-hmm. but have I watched? I've watched one game of the World Series. It's tough right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's football going on. 
it's tough. You know what? I have my fun fact of the day. Did you guys know that Clayton Kershaw and Matthew Stafford played uh-huh. baseball together yes. growing up in ca- high school? Was catcher. Yes. yes. Wow. Indeed. You guys know that? Yes. Well, did you it's look at almost – I know it is. They always put on like uh, Fox Sports Detroit like, did you know this? I was like, I yeah, kid you not. last year. That you did said. you know Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford go to the same church? Dude, I kid you not. Every time it makes there's – It's true. He, doesn't he like live in Georgia? I mean, he, that's where he, he was like from school. Georgia. Uh, he's born in Florida, and then he went to school. I think his family's like moved to Georgia now. Mm-hmm. Or something. Wow. But yeah. Um, anyway, I did. Yeah, Fox like production threw a curveball, and I was expecting them to say, "Oh, you know, Matthew Stafford has been best friends with Clayton Kershaw because they were previewing the World yep. Series." And I'm like, "Oh my God, no way! I had no idea." Then they do like the throwback to him and Matt Ryan like together. There's pictures of them together, uh, like on vacation or whatever. I'm like. What are the odds of this? So sure. get rid of this. We're going on CBS for the next like four four weeks. So <laughs> we don't need to see these sappy love stories. I just want to see wins by I the Lions. Cold hard football. Cold hard football. Yeah. Bone crushing football. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. That's what I'm saying. I but going back to baseball, um, I mean I want the Dodgers to win. I want Clayton Kershaw to get the MVP. I want him to shut up the haters. I'm not one of them. Travis. Joe is one. I'm just I kidding. Would not. <laughs> I, I will say this. I do, I do one. want I do want Clayton Kershaw to get a ring. Did you say was, Travis so fast? Yeah. Travis. <laughs> Gotta look at the numbers. Gotta look at the numbers. Gotta look at numbers. But I mean, yeah, I I want uh the Dodgers to win too. I think especially getting snubbed by the Astros when they cheated. I don't know why that there's I no don't more think repercussions. They Did they cheat? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Don't even talk. <laughs> don't even but start with Joe on that, I, dude. Clayton Kershaw, I feel like he 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 deserves it. I mean, he's just a guy who's been with this Dodgers team for so long, and he's been able to kind of been a staple of the team, and he's been able to lead. I think Mookie Betts. Is this Betts. an ASMR podcast? I think Mookie started? Betts. I think Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts will probably get it because he's been playing really. I don't think he'll get the MVP, but I just want Clayton Kershaw to get a ring. I think the writers have to maybe give it to Kershaw potentially if he comes out here. If he comes out here and like three innings, like if you give him three solid innings, strikes out like five. No, yeah, nobody on base. Not even yeah, four of them. Yeah, if you if you come out here like for three innings this next game here, that's just put him away. Set up. Put him away. You're like the writers got to be like. Oh yeah, like, just this get, is give it to him. Yeah. Give it to you him. have to like fighting through all this adversity from the media, from I mean critics in baseball. I, I think you have to give it to Kershaw. But you know, Mookie, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Bellinger. Bellinger. Yep. I think Cody, Cody played all right. He hasn't. I think he had the first game. He had like the home run or whatever. But who's the guy? Who's the guy right now? Who's uh, he's like tied right now for most home runs in a postseason? Justin Turner. Yeah. I mean, he's been playing pretty good. Yeah. He's also like a staple in the Dodgers mm-hmm. team. Too. The Dodgers offense is very electric. Staples, huh? staple center. You like Staples? Staple center. <laughs> nice. Like how yeah, we, I like how you transition that. We have the great transition. Do they play the in the? Tra- they don't play in the Staples Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they play baseball like in a basketball arena. Really? I have yeah. no words. But really? I mean, hopefully, I I want Dodgers to win because there's a lot of guys who have been on that team for a while that I think deserve a deserve a ring. And I mean, Cody, uh, not Cody Bellinger, uh, Mookie Betts kind of adding that. I feel like that's going to be the thing that puts them puts them over the hump and gets them those rings. One final thing. Could you maybe say that Mookie is a ring chaser? Yes. Terrible. Mm. I, don't, well, I don't know. I mean, he, he got like a fat contract from the Dodgers. So he's money and ring chaser. Mm. I don't know. I mean, he did, what, did he get a ring with Boston? When they, was he on the team? I don't think Boston's bo- 
Mm. No, I thought they got to the World Series. I don't think they won it. I think they got to the World Series. Well, Pretty they sure. lost. They lost the one year to Houston. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Boston I, Red Sox World Series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We gotta check our facts here. But I mean, I, don't know I would about. be. I'd be really honestly. This is a win-win for me. If the Dodgers get their revenge, that's fine by me. They're a good team. They deserve it. I would honestly love to see the Rays win it because to me that proves that you don't need to have the biggest um, payroll to build a franchise team yeah. and build a dynasty to win a championship so uh, that would be really exciting for me i mean I think they got a lot of young pieces a rose arena has played very well i mean you got guys like glass now and snell on the mound that can get it done they have a lot of good pieces i mean kiermeyer we talked about a little mm-hmm. bit i know me and you did joe but it'll be it's gonna be really exciting to see how this because if the rays offense gets electric i mean taking game six momentum in game seven this could be this could be down to the wire especially mm-hmm. like game five ended up that or sorry Game four ended up with that walk off. That was pretty wild. Yeah, that was that was just a whole honestly if dumpster um, fire of events if, that um, Rosarina didn't trip on third base, honestly he was probably gonna be out. Just the way that had to happen, mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy. Mookie Betts was on the team in twenty eighteen. Yeah, he was okay. But there, I mean there, there you yeah. go. It's nerd. I'm excited for game <laughs> six. <laughs> <laughs> nerd <laughs> alert. <laughs> Whatever. Don't even want to be here. <laughs> Game game six coming up gonna be an exciting one, especially with this young race team. It's gonna be Moneyball versus Moneyball, like we said last time. Yeah. We have too much fun on the show. I love it. Mm-hmm. But that'll be the end of the show today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Check check us out on Twitter at the MBSP and learn more about the podcast. Joe, as always, good day in the office. Barrett, thank you for joining us. And if you guys want to see more of this comic sports talk, I guess you could say, tune in on Friday where we will hop on mics and takes and debate with them about the upcoming football week and more, including a snake draft of cereal, Halloween candy, who knows? <laughs> Whatever. We've done everything. We've Whatever. done just yeah. about mm, everything. Yeah. So tune in through that. But, guys, good show. Take care, everybody.